John Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, three winners, winners of Grinners, NRL has started, and it's good to see that the Tigers and the Rabbits and the Roosters are all equal first. Let's be very clear. Thank Not God. the Rabbits ahead of the Tigers thank and the Roosters. Thank God the football is back on. I was yeah. going stir crazy. You're going crazy, John, Friday night, Saturday night. Well, I'm You love it, don't you? I love it, but I'm pleased that the Roosters and the Tigers have had a win, but I'd just like to point out to the audience that in between, since our last Premiership win, which as you would remember, Tom, was just late last October. It was, it was quite some we, time, we actually. We won the uh, Auckland's nine, and we've uh, retained the Charity Shield. And, of course, we've just won World Club Championships on top of our first-round win. So just let's to put it in perspective. We've done a little bit more than the Tigers, but it is early. Uh, well, I've got to tell you, uh, John McGrath, not only, not only have we found out in the last couple of weeks he's a great auctioneer, good, a good, good businessman, good trainer, he's now officially potentially become a threat to the sports editor at large at News Corp. He's given us a rundown on every achievement the Rabbitohs have had. In the off-season. His story. Well, we don't have to go back terribly far because prior to that was 41 years. So let's just stop in the last three months. Anyway, uh, Johnny, welcome back. You weren't with us last week. Um, So you were in America, I think. Yeah, I went to San Francisco with realestate.com.au, which has bought into the second biggest website, the equivalent of REA in in the States, which is called move.com. Now that Trulia and Zillow have merged, and people should go and look at Trulia and Zillow because they're really top-class sites, and it's always good to know what's happening in the, the industry. But we've brought the next one down, which has got great potential, but I wouldn't say it's at this point at their level, so uh, that's a great opportunity. But we took the board across and we visited uh, companies that the listeners would have heard of, probably called Airbnb, yeah, which is that company that rents out rooms yeah. for people. And we visited a company called House H-O-U-Z-Z, which everyone in the real estate industry in Australia should download the app. House is a website and app that has been designed to give homemakers and renovators inspiring tear sheets, a bit like Pinterest. Yeah. So it's a really good one. So I would, it's free as far as I know. It's free. So you just go and download the app. Uh, it's uh, funny you say that, John, because I Googled um, studio conversions, which yeah. I'm personally looking at, and that was, I think, the number one search that came up on Google. House did. Yeah, and I started looking at it. It's just such a cool app. Yeah. to be looking on your iPad. You just yes. flip through and it actually even gives you, I think, the address of the property that's had the renovation. Yeah. Well, most of the posts, the, the photos, if you will, they're put up there by professionals, often tier designers, architects. Uh, and it's for, for people like us and their business model is that if you want, you can often buy things that are in the photos. They have little yellow swinging price tags. If you want to buy a piece of furniture, some of the time you can. And then, of course, Howes gets a clip of the ticket and... Anyway, that was, it was great to see Airbnb and it was great to see House and we had our board meeting and it was only away for four days, so it's good to be back. Yeah. Love, I love coming back to Australia. Well, Johnny, it's good to have you back and uh, while you've come back, I've actually had uh, Alex Warren that works with me today said she received her uh, Arit, Arit brochure yes. and she goes, oh, you're in it and I saw the photo. I never, I never like the way I look in any photo and I, after a while I've just come to the conclusion it'd just be the way that I look, you well, know? Well, that was, let's get real though, that was after a lot of heavy photoshopping along the way. So, <laughs> so I mean, not... this, guy, this guy, he's, he's taken me, I'm at the cliff and he's basically said, Tom, <laughs> go for it. I spent half our annual marketing budget on photoshopping the photo. <laughs> <laughs> still, still not happy. Very, very... No, it was good because people got the... Um, 
People got the brochures this week and we've had an amazing response. I mean, you know, we, we love that. We're not surprised because the speaking lineup this year, as I've always promised, is better than last year, which was better than the year before. So that's good. But I think we're going to talk about some of those speakers so, today. So, John, um, there's two guys that uh, I opened up when I looked at the brochure and I thought to myself, I remember talking to you when the program was being put together and I thought if they're available and that Eric can afford them to get them and... Um, You've done both that, Tim Ferriss and Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I want to talk about both these people yeah, yeah. because they've got some great concepts that I think you can actually conceptualise, convert them into your real estate life. And I actually thought to myself, when I left Eric last year, John, I thought to myself, there's no chance that there'll be a better Eric yeah. than last year's. Yeah, I just yeah. felt like last year's Eric was just extraordinary, the, the people and yeah. the speakers. But looking at the program, today and just flipping through over a coffee, I thought to myself, you've got a combination of people that are the best at what to and how to locally on listing and selling real estate. Yeah. And then you've picked some subject experts that are the world best, Tim Ferriss on time management. Um, you've got Dr. Wayne Dyer, who I think is gonna connect with people uh, both on a spiritual level and yeah. an energy level. So if it's okay, can I bring up some of the interesting these thing about them? Yeah, no, please do. The interesting thing about those two, and Wayne Dyer, I think, was probably the first self-help guru, if I can use that common phrase, that I latched onto. Because when I heard his work, you know, 30-odd years ago, I, he just mesmerised me. And I'd never been into that kind of, you know, thing. That, that It's almost spiritual, and I'm not a particularly religious character, but... I think I'm probably a spiritual person that believes in connectivity and thoughts and karma and stuff, and he does a lot of that. But he's, he, let's say he's at the twilight of his career. He'd be 70-plus by now, yeah. but still very sprightly, having got over cancer, which is a disease that you've moved through as well. And uh, Tim Ferriss is kind of at the beginning of his career. Tim would yeah. be early 30s, I suspect. Yeah. Dynamic. Um, Tech-savvy. Tech-savvy. Um, and um, a huge following using new technologies to get to his audience. Um, so, John, I think you're absolutely right. We're getting two people that there's a major gap between them and, and one person um, brings a whole different set to another person. But, John, have you read any of, of their work? Yeah, uh, Tim, Tim uh, Four Hour Work Week. I haven't read The Four Hour Body, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and The Four Hour Chef, Chef. of, of you, Tim's. You're a good cook? Yeah, I, I'm not too bad. I've got about six. You know, my advice to people... Uh, especially the guys out there, because most of the guys probably don't, don't cook. You've just got to nail four meals and do them spectacularly well, and then people just think you're a genius chef. But I can cook four meals, but what, that's John, it. What, I mean, sorry off the topic here, but I'm curious now. What's your best meal that you can prepare? Well, the, the four that I'm genius chef at is, is roast lamb and roast chicken. So if you've got two roasts, that's a fantastic. And then, of course, you can add salads or veggies to do all of those, which is good. Spaghetti bolognese, you must be able to do a good spaghetti bolognese. And I'm a comfort food guy. I like schnitzel and mashed potato, and I can make some of the best mashed potato in the country. So that's. But, you know, the funny thing is, you guys want to laugh, if you can nail four, people don't expect, because most people in your life, they don't, you know, unless you're living with them, they don't see ever see you cook more than four. So I've done the four, and it works quite well. But well, Troy smoking over there, he'd be the Cocoa Pops at dinner guy. He'd still be, he'd be having the breakfast cereal. I, I, I can't help it. I'm listening to you <laughs> talking about these four meals that you nail, and I keep thinking of the book, You Don't Have to Be Born Brilliant. <laughs> you don't have to be born brilliant, but you do know how to cook four meals perfectly. <laughs> Johnny, I want to talk about... Uh, Tim Ferriss. Tim you Ferriss. like him a lot. What I, you, I like you, him a lot. What did you learn? Okay. Love this line. 
Something unimportant done well does not make that thing important. Yeah, you, you said before, and I, and I reckon I'll just refine what you said a bit. You said around time management. I think he's about dollar productivity and leverage. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly it. I mean, you know, you can spend 100 hours perfecting something that's unimportant, and that's nowhere near as important as doing an hour on, on the most vital. And, and I was with Hamish McLennan, who's our chairman at, at um, realestate.com. He's also the CEO at Channel 10. And, over in, and one of the things he said at the board meeting is he said, we must focus on and nail the vital few. Yeah. And he, he uses that phrase a few times in board meetings. What's the vital few? And I think for listeners, whether you're a principal or just an agent, what are the vital few things you have to get absolutely right? And Tim is good at that. He, he's big on, I know he's big on delegation. He's big on uh, outsourcing. Um, he's big on just doing the thing. So he talks about the four-hour work week is why not? If you can build a great business, working four hours and delegating most of the other stuff, but just make sure the four hours you work are on the key things. So, so, so John, let's talk about that thing. Because, I mean, Hamish is, uh, Hamish is an amazing individual. This guy here has, uh, for those of you that don't know his, his careers, he, he went through grassroots, yep. fought his way through America, advertising agencies. Well, he ended up being the CEO of one of the world's largest advertising companies, which was Young and Rubicum in New York. Yeah. Uh, after he was CEO of Young and Rubicum in Australia, then he came and he worked for Rupert Murdoch yeah. for a number of years as his right-hand person, and yeah. now he's at Channel 10, and I think doing a really good job at Channel yeah. 10. It's challenging times for that industry. Um, but he's had, he's, had some, he's had some good wins in those uh, turbulent times. Yeah. But John, I want to talk about these, these vital few, and some people might call it the 20% that gives you 80% of the results, yeah. or your five critical behaviours. Yeah. Um, in real estate, this is really important because you can, I think one of the issues that real estate agents have, John, that's a problem is they don't know how to handle free time. Yeah. They're not used to being able to do whatever they want to do, so this ability to select the right task. Yes. Um, so in real estate, let's talk about this concept, dollar productivity. What are the vital few? What, you know, what are the things that you look at and you say, this person knows what they're doing, this person seems to be floundering? Well, look, I guess if you go up in the helicopter above, the three things we always talk about is prospecting, listing and selling. Yeah. So you know, you've got to really nail those three activities. If you look at listing, <coughs> drilling down to the next level, we always talk about 30, 40, 30, which is 30% of the success of a listing is what you do before the listing, 40% yeah. is while you're at the listing, and then 30% is what you do after the listing. So you know, that would be a good example of you know, the vital few activities in real estate, prospect, list, sell, and the vital few elements or chunks of a listing is what are you doing before, what are you doing at, and what are you doing after. So I think if you can break your life down into your business, if you will, down into those things. But you can break your life down. I mean, you know, the vital few for health, bit of exercise, good rest, nourishing meal and hydrate. That's kind of the vital few things you need to get right. Yeah. Whatever else you do might shift the needle five or 10%. But if you get good rest, hydrate yourself, eat nutritious food, and you get 30 to 40 minutes exercise a day, you're in the top 1%. So John, this concept of vital few, the more I think about it, it's actually relevant in everything in life. Like we, we move on to NRL and you actually think to yourself, there's only a few things teams have got to do properly and not fail on these things that have a great um, effect at the result. Tennis is the same. You can turn around and say, 
the probability of your first serve going in highly influences whether you win a grand slam or not. So we clearly know that there's certain things that are far more important than other things in the actual process. Well, yeah, it's interesting. We had Michael Maguire speak, as you know, at at our event earlier in the year, um, along with Michael Checker from the Waratahs. They were both brilliant. But um, Michael Maguire talks about a, a range of strategies, but he says that he knows there's certain KPIs, key performance indicators, that if they nail those, so let's say it's 90% 90% completions. So you actually go from zero tackle to six tackles 90% of the time rather than dropping the ball on the third tackle. He knows that your chance of winning that game goes from 50-50 up to 80 or 90%. Uh, so you know, missed tackles, for example, another KPI. So I know this is the sporting arena, but if you look at it in a real estate context, so you know, you look at what's your list to sell ratio, yeah. Um, what are the what's the percentage of listings that you're getting? Yeah. If you look at the percentage of vendor paid marketing programs, I mean, if you've got 80% vendor paid marketing programs, which means you're marketing your properties correctly, yeah. robustly, and confidently, as opposed to sort of putting an excuse of a little sixteenth of a page ad here and a little minor ad on the internet and a you know small signboard in the front yard, you're actually doing it properly. So he he looks at managing the things and controlling the things that you can control and just putting your attention there. So I think that that vital few is in in the world of real estate, because most of our listeners are agents. Um, But if you're a principal, vital few still, you know, it's it's coaching your team to higher productivity, ensuring you have a great culture, and recruiting fresh new talent as you go forward each year. So that's probably the vital few. Anything else you do is a bonus, but get those three right, and you're gonna have an extremely healthy, fast growth business. Okay, so in summary, um, know what your vital few are and then execute on those. Focus on them, execute on them. Beautiful. Tim what, about Wayne, got yeah, a, what about Wayne Dyer? What yeah, so, he's got, so, so just for the listeners, Tim Ferriss has got a podcast. They can tune in and, and listen to oh, his you podcast. Must. And, um, and he also does a great um, blog um, that you should go to. And again, costs you nothing. Go to his site and type in your email. And once a three or four weeks, you'll get a... Um, a written blog from him and you'll also get the podcast for free off of I, Apple. I, John, I can tell you, if I had a brochure that came to my desk that said, you're only going to listen to Tim Ferriss, yeah. I'd pay a grant to listen to you Tim Ferriss. You go to the Gold Coast for a thousand listening. You just go see Tim Ferriss. And the other 20 speakers are a, a bonus. You're Correct. Right. You're right. Dr. Wayne Dyer. Now, he's he particularly a special connection with this guy because, you know, when you're going through an illness and when you're going through chemo, you do tend to look at things that are out there more than logical because sometimes doctors can't help you with certain things that you're going through and you're looking for potential. You're looking at every opportunity. Holistic, right? Holistic. You're going everywhere. I found that's where I got introduced to Dr. Wayne Dyer. But what I liked about him, John, was that he took what I thought was warm and fuzzy and only for you know, your typical new age person that had this view about the law of attraction, I'll just visualize things and I'll rock up into my life. And he actually brought some substance to that. And he talks about a beautiful saying in one of his books, never let your personal history get in the way of your destiny. Uh, And he's got another great book that he's written called Excuses be, be gone, gone. Yeah. you know, which I know that you are Fantastic. ruthless about eliminating excuses. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit about, you know, these two concepts? The, fa- the fact is, don't let your past dictate the future. I mean, who you are is not who you can be. I think Let's a lot get of rid of your story, Tom, because most people you say, how are you going? And if the answer isn't brilliant, if it's somewhere between mediocre and negative, 
then all of a sudden what tends to flow then are excuses. Well, I'm not going really well, but I just started in the industry and I've just got a setback because I lost some money in the GFC and I got divorced two years before that. <clears throat> Whatever the baggage is in the past, um, they, they sort of carry it into the future and they never get rid of it. And often people, unfortunately, die with it, you know, still using excuses. So I say to people, if, you, if we peel the onion and we get rid of your excuses, we'll find the truth. Beneath the excuses lie the truth. Now, the truth could be fear, it could be complacency, it could be lack of certainty, lack of clarity, doubt, any of those things. And you can deal with those, but you can't deal with them when you've got all this garbage, excuse upon excuse, layered on the top. So part of my coaching um, routine is to really just keep asking questions until you hear something and say, uh-huh, that actually sounds real. You know, when people say I don't prospect because I don't have time, it's crap. It's garbage. Yeah. yeah. They do have time. Yeah. The, the real answer is probably I'm scared as hell, I hate rejection, and, uh, you know, the last thing I need is to have another 10 people reject me today. Well, we can deal with that and work with that. But what we can't deal with is an excuse that says I don't create enough space in my weekly diary to prospect for people. So, uh, yeah, I think that his will be fantastic. And I, I'm like you, I have a connection with him, not through the disease, but just through the fact that he was probably the first inspirational catalyst in my life. I remember reading Think and Grow Rich and listening to Wayne Dyer. And those two things probably got me on the track of, of, uh, I, I guess, you know, real estate and hopefully spiritual success going forward. All right. Troy's given us a signal. Uh, both those guys, by the way, I think if you just YouTube Dr. Wayne Dyer or get the book, the greatest book that uh, he's ever written in my eyes is Excuses Be Gone. And when people are reading that book, John, they're going to be able to, uh, in real estate, it's I'm too young, I'm too old, my office is too big, it's yeah. too small. Um, I'm not smart enough. Um, I'm not. Uh, I don't have enough contacts. He just goes through, and I think through the process, he peels the onion. He makes you yeah. realise these truths that were really lies that have become your truth because you've brainwashed yourself to believe them. And with, you know, a lot of people are busy, but they're listening to this uh, this uh, podcast. Buy the Audible book. Go to audible.com or go to Apple iTunes. They've probably got it, and download the book between appointments or on your way to work or your way home. Just listen 10, 20, 30 minutes a day. In a week, you'll have heard the book, and it'll change your life. He does tell the story, and I won't go into detail because I don't want to upset Troy because he's winding us up, but he does tell the story about one day he was a university professor. He drove into the university car park, and he basically did a U-turn, drove home, rang his wife, and, and she, he just said, I'm resigning. This is just, I'm not on purpose. I'm not on passion. This is not what I was designed to be. Whilst I like you know, being part of the university, it's been very good to me. I need to pursue my real dream which was this, you know, which is kind of getting to a global audience. And, and he, he came from nothingness in terms of he was mm. an average guy, you know, in a sea of faces. And then all of a sudden he bang, just pulled himself out. And it's, it's a fascinating, fascinating story. So. And I think the story goes on there, John, that in his first full year afterwards, he earned what he'd earned 10 years at that university. That's right. That's right. Um, quite extraordinary story. Um, so uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer... Uh, Tim Ferriss. If, you haven't, if you're listening and you haven't got the ARIC brochure, because we try and keep our, our database as up-to-date as possible, but just um, uh, email me, John McGrath at mcgrath.com.au or Tom, Tom at tompanos.com.au. We'll forward the we'll email forward straight to Danielle, away. And we'll get, we'll get a brochure out to you um, or go to tret.com.au. But uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great time. So we, you know, we'll sort of, we might even try and uh, get a couple of the speakers 
We might try and interview them between now and Eric, it'd be good. So yeah, I spoke to Danielle and she said that there's arrangements with a couple of the speakers that they've signed Perfect. on on interviews, so it'd be uh, great to actually ask them real estate type contextual uh, questions. Perfect. Uh, uh, good to see you back. Uh, winners are grinners. Uh, week one. Well, I think Rabbitohs are playing the Roosters this week. This, yeah, this Sunday. So this is going to be an unfortunate podcast one way or the other next week. One of us is going to be a loser. Okay. Uh, tune in, guys, whether it's <laughs> listings, sales, or watching Troy and John <laughs> try and prove their own. Battle it out. Right. See you, Thank guys. Thank you. See you bye, later. Bye, bye, bye.